this is your new home speaking. I know you haven't moved in yet, but I need some favors. Could you dust the blinds? The dust makes me feel dusty. Also, we could save a lot of money if you bundled your home and car insurance with GEICO. It's super easy to do online or over the phone. Last favor, when you move in, could you stick to one aesthetic? The last owner had a weird mix of floral wallpaper and nautical tchotchkes, and I can't have another identity crisis. GEICO. For bundling made easy, go to GEICO.com today. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. Oh, that's a cheer we used to do in softball. Uh, what? It's, uh, actually Geico. Whenever someone hit a triple, we would wave our bats and yell, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. But we never got to use it because we would only hit home runs. Annoying. The phrase is from Geico because they help save people money? Geico? Yeah, they were our team sponsor. Geico. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more. You think of Earth as a singular planet. In fact, it is anything but. For this is a story not of a universe, but a multiverse. Where universes and planets, such as Earth, were replicated and mirrored across a vibrating, infinite plane. Some barely different from the next. Others drastically so. This is DC On Screen. Every week, Dave and Jason talk about the multiverse of DC properties on film and television. But be warned, if it's been officially released, you can expect they'll spoil it. Welcome into DC On Screen, episode 476. This is our review of Legends of Tomorrow, the season three finale. What is it called? The Good, the Bad, and the Cuddly? You is got it, right? buddy. All right. I'm your host, David C. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason Goss. Hello. Uh, all right. So I think to start off with, we've, we've had somewhat vastly different experiences with Legends of Tomorrow this season. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't have... talked to you about most of this season, so I'm deeply interested in your recap of this. Go ahead. <laughs> no. Oh, no. I don't have a recap. I... I... <laughs> I I'm, I'm, I don't know where you're premising us, but I am, I'm, I'm enthralled. Continue. Yeah. All right. Look. I haven't been the biggest fan. You thought it was better than uh, than past seasons. Um, I, you know, I hate Bebo. Sure, I hate Bebo. I uh, I feel like they've leaned more and more into Ray sort of being a dunce. I feel like he's a little too much of a dunce, especially like I, I kind of popped back and looked at some stuff from Arrow, and yeah, he was still kind of goofy. You could see it there if you kind of put your mind in, into that into that place. Yeah, he was always but um uh, that kind of charming, I'll call it, even on that show. And in all fairness, they didn't serious him up really unless he was I mean like he was a he was a great, you know, back and forth with uh Felicity for instance. And, mm-hmm. and I mean that's that's not the section of that show that we think is all the, you know, the dark and brooding part of the show. It's it's um they didn't really make him all too serious, unless he was talking about his ex-wife, or it was his ex-wife, right? They, they were married. No, fiance. No, it was his fiance. dead wife. Well, that's an ex too, though, right? I suppose dead in, trumps in it. In a sense, suppose yeah. dead trumps it. Sure. <laughs> I think. I, 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 I guess I, yeah. you should elevate the term. I grant you that. Right, but you know, I I felt like he was. I don't mind him being a silly character. I just feel like he was a smarter character somehow. And like every once in a while, they have to try to like. Oh, the science guy. They just call him stuff like that. Like, science dude and yeah. stuff over on Legends. And I'm like, this was, like, a genius. Like, a billionaire level genius. genius. Yeah. 
And you guys have reduced them to just like it's like they took all of the like little like ridiculous nuances of Felicity's character and threw it into like a man child <laughs> type of persona. And I just uh, you know I'm I still have trouble with that. Uh, and then when you mix it with Nate and like he when he came on the show he was like it's an historian. And then like now he's just like referencing Raiders of the Lost Ark every week. And I'm like, what has happened to these characters? Mm-hmm. Um, that's not to say I haven't enjoyed the, the the show more this season. I am tired of Davy uh, Damian Dark, but I do like Nora Dark. Um, and uh, I, I was pleased with where they went in this episode and where they have been going. Like I liked Damian. Uh, turning over a new leaf so to speak and 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 sacrificing himself for his daughter i dug that mm-hmm. sure a lot i liked ray giving her the time stone um i like ava i i kind of wanted to know more about her past before rip bit the dust but i'm not fully convinced that rip has gone for good i i didn't see a body same with dark yeah um, like with Nora, when they did that last week, you saw like her head physically turn into something. I mean, she, yeah. she was gone dark. Mm-hmm. He's fighting it. And then later he's malice and or malice, whatever. Ma- malice. The, yeah, malice. Malice. That was a funny conversation. Yeah. actually. Um, but I felt like the, the season overall took some pretty stupid turns. I did not like the ghost rat. I hated that. I hated the Elvis episode with a passion. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it not only was it beyond stupid, it was boring. I wasn't so much like, bored by it at all. I mean, I it was weird. Oh man, it was weird, but no more than zombie slave episode weird. I mean, it's the kind of weird where like that's not the <laughs> lowest bar yet. I'm with you on Ghost Rat. I'm with you on Ghost Rat, and I for sure am with you on Bebo. But if you want to table Except- Bebo, there's other strange feelings I'm having to cope with. Oh, okay, I'll tell you this about Bebo. Mm-hmm. I rolled my eyes. I knew where they were going. Sure. You knew from the title. Yep. We've known and for I weeks where it. this was probably damn going. All right, a couple of bits, though. Uh-huh. I love Nate High. Funny. I, Super funny. Every time, every time he gets high, I love when he woke up, he jumps and goes, we beat him with the Care Bear Stare. Yes. That made my day. Yes, absolutely. Um, And then calling back to a statement he pondered, or one of them pondered, um, in a previous episode, sure enough, they do it while they're creating this character, this 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 avatar for them to fight with. Mm-hmm. I knew it was going to be Bebo, but it's totally a reference to the Stay Puft Marshmallow. Man oh, it's absolutely Ghostbusters. Absolutely Ghostbusters. And it was stupid as hell, but I laughed my ass off in the finale and went, you bastards, I hate you, but that was kind of fun. I couldn't agree more. I re- I was afraid we were going to argue about this, but damn it, I could not agree more. I'm not sure if I was like so shocked I was laughing, but I laughed my ass off at the entire Bebo scene. I like I don't want to ever see that fucking character again. If he's like on a shelf in the background somewhere, fine. I don't want ever mm-hmm. to see him in the plot as a recognizable plot device or character ever again. Th- yeah. I mean, what you did to me in that mid-season finale was unforgivable. <laughs> And I'm uh-huh. still not ready. It's it's a little bit like it's a little bit like Sarah with Dark. I'm still not ready to forgive that, and you don't deserve mercy. But mm-hmm. I I gotta admit though, watching that thing run around doing finishing moves and the uh, the 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 nod to the Matrix and all that, I I, mm-hmm. I gotta admit maybe I don't know. Maybe they were right the whole time. I don't know. It was funny. I laughed my ass off through that entire fight. I did. Uh huh. It 
I don't I don't even know how to I can't square it. I really can't square it within my own person. I'm confused. Yeah. I'm confused. Me too. But it is what it is. I laughed and by the end it was like, okay. Cuz first I thought as when Bebo came out and it was finally like, yep, all right, my worst fears were true. Um cuz even when it actually happened, I was still thinking, god, I kind of hope the team dies. I hope all of the legends die. <laughs> and and, and uh, I don't know, man. It won me over. There's something about the insanity of that kind of scene. It did win me over. Mm-hmm. It was funny to watch. Doing stupid backflips and shit. It was. It was funny to watch. Um, Sorry. Still don't like still Sheck bad. as uh, as uh, as uh, Jonah Hex. But oddly enough, I am rooting for him and Zari. I like Zari. No, nothing wrong with that. Yeah, Zari's awesome. I've heard and a lot she's, of... She's great right now as the foil to the team's ridiculousness. Like, yeah, dude, she she has like an air of like uh, what's her name? Um, I'm not gonna remember her name now. What character? I, I know it. Anything? Freaking Maud. The ki- you know the show from the show Maud. You know, no. <laughs> she's on Golden Girls. You know the lady oh, on Golden Girls. Lord. Uh, who played Maud? You know, she was Archie's uh, sister-in-law and all in the family. Wow. And uh, I don't know. That, that's, I mean, that's what she reminds me of. Yeah, that's an like, old. She's and- just like. Deep and yellowed with the stains of time reference you made, but okay, sure. Let's. I'm I'm willing to B, go with you. B. Arthur, is yeah, that right? I think. Yeah, I don't know, dude. She has like I feel like she has her comedic timing. I well, I, like uh, when Nate's uh, messing around. <laughs> when Nate's still high, like, you're still high. You're still high, aren't you? Great. Um, later, when they won't stop talking about malice or mollus or whatever, just like it doesn't matter. I, I don't. I just I'm enjoying her like finishing conversations. Or like yeah. later, Nate saying something else, and she just shut up. I I don't know. I it's just I'm I'm amused <laughs> by where they. I, I like where they're using her. I, I like is is that bacon? What are you Jewish? Yeah. <laughs> 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 Even the like nice hat. Totally not what I meant. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So I I like her. Uh, I've seen a lot of people who who dislike her and don't know why she's there. I enjoy her so far. I'm I'm really um, enjoying her. I'm I'm hoping Amaya's gone. I she do. started this annoying. She started this annoying trend of winking a lot. Oh, I didn't notice that at all. Oh, oh, I. It's real subtle. I really didn't notice that at all. Um, that's the kind of thing where like I didn't even notice it, and it's bothering you. Uh huh. It may be a you thing, Dave. <laughs> well, I'm also a really. I've. I was also really annoyed with her constantly. Uh questioning her you know hers and, and nate's relationship and and her future well, i know but know, that's in zambezi and just I, like i give just her that get though, your right? ass to zambezi and leave us alone i know and it's like i think the only reason you're annoyed by that is because you know damn well that's where the show has to take it mm-hmm. but they were trying to play with the idea that you know time isn't cemented and and you know they're they're fucking with time as they go so we'll see. yeah I mean, I, and like, I think did, they were because oh yeah, definitely. Um, I think they were messing with the idea of stakes that you weren't willing to. I don't know. You weren't willing to give them to mess with. I guess. I, like, mm-hmm. I, I get where you're coming from, but inside of the story, it still makes sense. Like, she has a lot of feelings for Nate, and obviously, she's trying to like. It's a thing. It's a very human thing to kind of like. You have a feeling. You're in the present. You're feeling a thing that's that's relevant now, and you're like trying to decide to do a long term thing instead of the short term gratification, and you make excuses. It's a thing. Yeah. It's basically how addiction happens, give or take mm-hmm. a lot of extenuating circumstances that I'm not going to be held responsible for. I feel like I should do a long speech after that. Uh, anyway, I I I I like where she is though. Like 
I like how they ended it. Mm-hmm. She made sense. Yeah, I, you know, I, I'm not. I'm not sure how I feel about uh, Kawasa and and Mari sharing the totem. I don't. I'm not sure how I feel about the uh, you know Zimbazi never getting destroyed. You know, it's just that's just a lot of stuff to reset. But whatever. I mean, it is. It is. And <clears throat> but they seem to have created. I say seem to uh, have created a version of all this where that actually worked out. And to be fair, if you told me any of that in season one was a possibility, I would have told you, um, go climb a rope. But if you told me like, oh, and at the end of the season, they use all the totems and fight a time demon that tries to rip history apart and actually defeat him. I'd have been like, I don't know. I mm-hmm. guess there's gray area here. You can probably, you can probably, there's, you can probably sneak something in the sidelines here. Yeah. You can probably save Zambezi. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, one of the, one of the highlights of the season for me was uh the just it was stupid i thought it was really dumb but them uh actually popping over and and getting john noble to read uh malice lines (laughs) (laughs) it did make me laugh it really did it was real dumb it really did make me laugh though i I don't know i I liked seeing him it was real dumb (laughs) he was the highlight of fringe man i mean it was it was nice seeing him and and god he's he's got a doesn't he have a glorious voice good lord he does um I enjoyed Mick this season. I liked uh, I liked him in Nam. I liked uh, mm-hmm. I liked them referencing Nam. I li- yeah, yeah. I liked a, a lot of uh, what happened between him and Citizen Snart, Citizen Cold. Yeah, uh, I think he's taking you know some. They 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 keep doing good things with with Mick, man. Yeah, like when he's like you know let's leave you know leave Sarah behind, whatever. She's full of malice now or whatever. Mm. And then like Nate's like, how can you say that? He's like, with my lips. I love that. <laughs> like, uh, oh, Mick had several great lines. Like, uh, I mean, I love what they've done with his character in general. Mm-hmm. The only exception is I think he should be the exception when they hand in their totems. I Man, he fits that fire totem. Mm. He does. I mean, I get it. You got to take him out of the timeline and put him somewhere protected, I guess. But uh, man, he fits that fire totem. And do you want to be the guy who goes to take that off him? Right. Because I mean, I don't want to. <laughs> it feels pretty protected. Yeah. But hey, that's something though. What? Am I crazy, or did Jax have nothing to do here in this episode, in the season finale? Nothing to do that advanced what was happening. He was he, uh, like he was there. You got to see him. There were a couple of good bits. I love the thing where like he pours him a giant shot of whiskey. Basically, takes the top off of it to make it a normal shot uh-huh. of whiskey. Hands it to him. <laughs> Congratulations, you know, um, or Mazel yeah. Tov or whatever. I get it. Like that. It was. I think the thing he did this episode was basically show up so that if we never see him again, which feels likely right now. You know he, uh-huh. he you know he had a good ending. He didn't just walk off into the sunset like longing for his lost friend. He found a family and, you know, there is his world and everything. And, and you know, fine. Yeah. It's not like I wanted the I, mean, I didn't a... want that character to be like, you know, dead of a fentanyl overdose in three years. I I, I wanted good things for him. <laughs> I didn't think of that, but now that you mentioned it. <laughs> I mean you would have been disappointed, right? I do like that right? ending for Jax. <laughs> I do like that ending for Jax. Jax. Like Sarah's just like, Never wait, he found did, his friend. He, he did what? Yeah, it was rough. Oh, man. Should we, like, go back and save him? Nah. Nah, no. Anachronism. <laughs> we definitely created that problem. Don't worry about it. Um, <laughs> oh, uh, back to Mick, though. He, he had he had wonderful lines. I mean, mm-hmm. I, just throughout the episode, as he often does, I, I, my two favorites are easily, seriously, are we making a baby? 
And then as he like as he's putting it out of its misery, as he calls it, like I think it's Nate that shouts, "Cronin, baby!" Yeah, that's fantastic. That was that was dark, man. It was pretty dark. <laughs> that was dark. Was, I'm like, are they really they creating birth, a thing and just gonna destroy it? No, seriously, they gave birth birth to like the uh, concept art from the Stranger Things and shot it in the head. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was fantastic. Oh man, that was messed up. It was bad. Um, but. I, I seriously, I mean, I almost laughed until till I hurt with, like, he's he's talking to Jax about, I know oh, it's not talking to Jax. Anyway, wh- wherever he is, he's, like, mentioning the other people that could have theoretically been there. He's like, stupid hawk flying chicken people. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that killed me, man. <laughs> that one actually might, oh, that killed me. Yeah, that was fun. That was good. <laughs> really great um so uh rip hunter though touching a little bit of a goodbye with gideon i felt like that was i felt like that was nice i felt nothing no i like i it. don't believe uh, i don't believe it's over i don't like i just don't believe anything i'm just like eh, whatever maybe not and it's not like you saw a body but they did show in all fairness to tv tropes they did show the spot where he was uh-huh. as though it was a corpse you're right and I did kind of like the um, balance of him saying goodbye to Gideon in a kind of very meaningful way. Like, that, I don't know, it was touching. I liked it. And, like, he says goodbye to this digital person that's not at all, you know, physical. And then he goes out into the physical world and says goodbye digitally to a bunch of people that he's been physically part of. Just kind of liked the balance there. Hmm. I don't believe that was intentional. Oh, I'm not sure at all, but uh, still liked how it came out. I mean, you know, it is kind of nice. And if I was feeling, you know, a little more uh, charitable, I, w- I would have given him the benefit of the doubt. But seeing as how Phil Klemmer can't even doesn't even understand the character of Constantine, I, I, I hope <laughs> as he's highlighted last I, week. I know, in, I know. I hope he's. I really hope week. he's doing his research. I, I, I feel like he probably is. <laughs> we're right. Like last last week when we talked about it, it was like if you were Phil, you'd be like, he's blonde. He's blonde, right? I'm pretty sure he's blonde. I don't know. Yeah. No. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. Anyway, but uh, Rip, his exit, pretty good. Pretty good. If that's his exit, I was pretty pretty happy with it. Good reason. Good dialogue. I'm, I'm good. I mean, I hope it's his exit. I, I, I want to know what happens with Ava. Like, what, I want to know, like, more about all that. But I'm not sure there's a whole lot more to say about it. I mean, he just, she's like the, the 13th of 12 picks. Yeah. That hasn't worked. I, I don't I think they did <laughs> as much of that story as they can. <clears throat> Like he, I don't know what the point of it is. I'm not sure there's a point necessarily, but it does add some extra flavor to her character. Like the kind of extra, uh, well, extraneous backstory that makes sense for some of the legends. That's fine. Yeah, it's superfluous bullshit unless they actually do something with it. Well, I feel like they did enough with it that at least she like has some weird little backstory that's kind of a niche, and they've developed her as a character again. And clearly, they're, we're back to treating her as a normal, functioning fully sentient human being that has her own sense of self mm-hmm. and by the way um ava and sarah still super on board with that so good that good thing that's back yeah ah whatever i don't know maybe they'll do something with it next year they might but that makes it worth it which apparently they're going into they're like heavily leaning into like supernatural stuff next year yes you know how pissed i would have been if i saw this finale without the news that they were already renewed mm-hmm Oh my god! <laughs> I would have broken my TV, man. 
it was one of those things where I'm like, wow, that demon or that demon slash dragon head that Constantine just threw on the beach really looks fake as crap. Yeah, it literally bounced. But I'm still excited. Yeah. And, well, he drops it, and I was like, that's not malice. Are we going to make that malice? I'm confused. And as he explains, it's like, it's not the only thing you let out love or whatever. Um, and my internal thought was like, we're fighting demons next year, baby. Hell yeah. You know? Yeah. I'm so down. Because I'm really hoping that has to do something, has something to do with the, the backstory we, we lost on Constantine. I hope so. But, you know, in that episode, re- there was an episode recently where they, uh, Bailey Tippin actually came back and reprised her role as, uh, as Astra. Mm-hmm. Like, you can get me out of hell, blah, blah, blah. And then he, like, does the fake out, take my hand, crap. And then he's like, no one escapes hell. No mm-hmm. one. You know, that may have just been the, the, that may have just been as much as we ever get. Nah, no, no, because they've contradicted that. I mean, in, yeah. in Arrow at some point, there's a throwaway line of like, what about Constantine? He's in hell. No, no, literally. Apparently he can pop in and out. Somebody somebody else must be able to as well. That's a good point. He is Constantine, though. He is Constantine, but come on. He, like, we know magic has consequences. We know he's probably going to have a friend in the present that has to take her place, much mm-hmm. like he did to some of, to his junkie friend. But I'm not willing to to... to I'm just not willing to lose faith in that storyline or even that little girl yet. There's still plenty of room in this in this continuity, in this new version. They, I mean... Hey, yes, they're out the on, comics. They're on a wave rider. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, so I'm hoping Amaya stays gone. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm done with her storyline. I think they were, I mean, I, yeah, I think it's just, it's just done its thing. I could, I could deal with Helen of Troy sticking around, though. She was awesome. Oh, dude, badass. Badass. Total badass. Yeah. I wonder if they'll ever actually get Jonathan Sheck on full time as as uh, Hex. Nah, you don't think so. Nah, I just I don't know. So you think they'll like I write mean, Zari maybe. off by having her join him in the West or something? I kind of think. Yeah, like that. That was my first thought. Was I knew we were going to lose somebody at the end of the episode, and I kind of felt Zari might stay and just see where that goes. Mm. And then she had the algorithm. Maybe she could like be like, "It's okay. I'm going to take a computer. I know how to do it. I'll build a beacon and send it up if we break up." I don't know. It, that that could have been done. Yeah. Just gonna see how this goes. Eh. And she even mentioned early in the episode, like, well, you know, I like the get up and everything. Like, she kind of liked the aesthetic of the Wild West and all. Mm hmm. Pretty sure the bigotry would have caught up to her at some point. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's their natural environment where they can really, you know, flourish, but whatever. Oh, do you love them hanging a yeah. light on the whole Voltron thing? Yes, I did. Absolutely, I did. Thank you, Nate. <laughs> and then even, even later, he's thinking Voltron. I was like, I will never not think. It was, it was great. Yeah. I'll always call him Voltron. And then they kill him. So, oh, Voltron. It's great. <laughs> it's great. Uh, how, okay, how do you feel about Wally being a part of the show? Um, I kind of love how meta it seems that in the in the show, and for me personally, I'm still trying to figure out, okay, other than just making sure that you you could afford to have a speedster on two different shows, but not the, two on, same, on the same show, mm-hmm. and knowing that you had a compelling character that you needed to put somewhere. Why is he really here? And then he's sitting there the whole time being like, like around the circle, just like, oh, it's not a coincidence that I'm here. Awesome. I, I kind of liked it. I, I kind of liked that they were talking about yeah. it. Well, I don't think it's just that they couldn't afford to put two, two speedsters on a show. I think it was more or less a thing of like, you don't really need to. Well, I mean, you don't necessarily, but you have also. Like, I mean, we just did an episode, a great episode where they used three and they were absolutely necessary. Yeah. And every once in a while you need that many. Yeah, but you don't well, need them every episode. Most episodes, fine. I'm okay with if that. If you're like, yeah. But we know the behind-the-scenes like, oh, stuff man, was house. a lot of like, yeah, we really couldn't afford that, turns out. Well, you know, just because Legends has an allotment for a certain amount of money. 
it's probably easier to make a speedster than it is firestorm especially if you I consider would say like so, yeah especially if you consider how many uh how many episodes would just be wrapped up way easier if you just used just, firestorm yeah. with the powers that he actually has yeah even the powers that they've like showcased on the show like no but no you had to have like martins in the sick bay and here's a reason they can't do it oh, i know i know it's it it would i feel like it was just a lot to try Hold the show to, back. to yeah to to make sense of i get that um Whereas Wally's just a, a more organic addition. Love his hair now, by the way. Mm-hmm. I've, I'm just waiting for whatever you know Mick has, you know, uh, nickname wise stored up for him. Uh-huh. But I don't know, man. It, it overall, like this season, uh, first part of the, like or just first part of this season, kind of before Bebo. I I, I mean, it, I thought it was about where I left it last year. Just kind of middling, kind of fun, kind of not. Sometimes I, I was just it hit or miss for me. You get to Bebo, and yeah. I was ready to throw things. I mean, my blood pressure went up hard, hard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then as I've watched, like, there were some missteps in, in just certain episodes where I didn't really care that much. Or maybe it was a little weird or maybe it was a little silly or something. It, it was a little off mark here and there. But they, I feel like they've been leaning into certain things in a way that I'm finally starting to appreciate it. Or they've finally gotten better at it. I'm not sure which one. Mm-hmm. I want to say probably a mixture because that's what I normally assume about anything where I can't decide. And mm-hmm. they've gotten to the point now where like even all right, let's even even the beach conversation. Constantine walks up with a giant dragon head, drops it on the beach in uh-huh. front of him, and they're like, "Yeah, it was Sarah's fault." No one gets up all astonished about a giant demon head. Yep. They just all like comedically like, "Yeah, it's here." And even the bit with Constantine showing up, it's clearly clearly Ray's been day drinking. Don't hold them again. Like this is at this point a comedy with a bunch of weird stuff happening in the background. Mm-hmm. And every now and then a built-in kind of decent fills scene, and I'm okay with that because I gotta admit, I mean, it's made it, it is making me laugh. It has always kind of made me laugh, but I felt like they were trying to make a show that fit in more with Flash and Arrow, and you know, those are still two different aesthetics. But they were like, I feel like now they've leaned into like, no, we're a funny show with some good moments. And let's do this, and I can get behind that. It's just such a far cry from what I wanted, you know, which is not the show's fault, but like. Is what is the show's and the network's fault a little bit is like the, like I was sold a bill of goods. You were, you know, you were. I I heard Rip Hunter saying I've seen you know whatever Men of Steel die and Dark Knights fall. I know, and, I know. You were sold a show that looked like a Riverdale trailer. I get that. <laughs> I get that. But I'm not sure that was what I got sold either. But that's what it feels like <laughs> to me remembering it. I, I mean, I was sold that, but it was called Riverdale, and I enjoy and it, the that, ridiculousness yeah. that it is every week. I know, but. I know. But again, like I feel like they, I feel like they had an idea about how the show was going to go, and for me, it feels like it's taken two and a half seasons for them to get there. But I, I, I do, I feel like they're there. If this is where they keep going, I'm digging the show. Like I'm excited about season four. Mm-hmm. Maybe it just took that long for me to get my head around it. I don't know. No, well, I mean, look, Constantine really did help the show out, I feel like. Like, the few episodes he was on this season, like, really made me like the show a lot more. Sure. Um, the absence of Jax and Stein really helped the show a lot. Yeah, it's not as clunky like, without them there. It's not as it's not as clunky. I don't have to hear the exposition about how they have the psychic connection anymore. Every five seconds, I get that. And also, as you pointed out, you don't have to have any exposition about why they can't just turn into Firestorm and fix everything immediately. Or, you know, any lack of exposition about how the hell Jax knows how to work an engine like this. I mean, I get that, yeah. 
I, I, I get that. I, but I also feel like they've made a lot of adjustments that have really worked. I mean, you know, my, my, my brother-in-law, is, a, is he works on plane engines, and he still has to go take his car to get an oil change. <laughs> that's actually, I, yeah, I know. <laughs> that's part of my fear of flying. If, seriously. <laughs> like they're not the same. I know, I know. <coughs> I, I know. That really is part it keys in heavily to my fear of flying though, is like is like I know deep in my heart that this is just an engine and there are people working on it that might have a hangover. Uh-huh. And I understand the statistics just fine, but I'm still super scared while I'm in the air and I'm trusting someone who <laughs> who might or might not have had full attention when he was tightening a nut. <laughs> All right. Um was there anything else do you think for the uh for the legends? No. Uh the only criticism I had within the episode, because, like, without the episode, or, or well, I'm using that correctly, just bear with me, um, I thought they incorporated a lot of what this show's done so far into this exact episode, and I thought they did it pretty well. A lot of stuff uh-huh. kind of tied in, in a way that I appreciated. But within the episode, I just thought they should have been way more pissed at Ray. Like, for somewhere yeah, somewhere in the middle, did. I was like, this should be a way more emotional situation. He just punched Nate in the nose. Yes and no. It's Legends, man. I know. They, each one of them does something like this in every episode, so. I know. And that's the kind of thing where, like, that's the it's thing like Sarah I goes on a date and they next. Sarah goes on a date and they crash the ship. Like I know, I know, I know. <laughs> What's a nose punch among friends? And it's friends? not like Ray didn't have a decent enough plan that actually did kind of work. Yeah. It's just, uh, I, I mean, it just, he, like, assaults a team member and steals a ship with the only time drive they still have. And everyone's like, well, let's get drunk in the West and figure this out. And then the, when they bring it back up, it's, uh, it's like, what happened to Ray? Uh, you don't even want to know. It just it seemed a little underplayed for what was, to me, a giant gesture. Uh-huh. But that kind of thing, like, I feel like they have the characters in the right place and they have the show in the right place where, like, that's the kind of thing that, A, yeah, it's nitpicky. But, well, actually, that's my point is it feels a little nitpicky. Enjoyed it otherwise. But the whole time, you know. You know that middle ground where, like, yeah, I would have probably, I guess I would have hoped that was done differently, but, ah, shit, I liked it. Whatever. You know that uh-huh. middle ground? That's where I was. And I feel like that middle ground where, like, some character, for some reason, is just out of place that week, that's the kind of thing that all mm-hmm. shows have trouble with sometimes. And um, I, I just think they've done a, a really good job of setting themselves up where they're doing that less and less and less. Yeah. Well, I like Wally on the show. I think he's a good addition to the to, to the Legends show. I think he's a better character than Jax. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Martin, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and actually probably Zari too. But still, <laughs> I don't know. Still digging Zari. She's got a lot of lot of room there. I do like Zari. A lot I do like of room Zari. To play there. Um, yeah. And Mick finally got that, to go to Aruba, even though he's interrupted by a magician that drops yeah. a demon head on his on the sand in front of him. Whatever. But he didn't seem too perturbed. He by did that. not. I don't think he doesn't finish his drink. <laughs> I think he basically, like at the th- end of that episode, says, like, you know, trench coat, we'll build that next week. You know we're on vacation, right? And that's just it. That's all. And I feel like in that yeah. scene, the rest of them go, like, yeah, he's got a point. John, take a chair. <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I like I like the bit where, like, Zari, a few, like, like, last week or so, when Zari was trying to train him with the fire totem, and she was like, you, you said we were going to start training after lunch. You've had four. Right. <laughs> it's like the dude just eats all day. I know. I'm like constantly jealous of the metabolism they have fictionally given to this man. Oh, yeah. Good Lord, I'd love to have two hoagies for lunch. Oh, 
my favorite thing about this season of Legends is that Mick is a writer and actually pretty good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I'd kind of like to also, see that go somewhere where they they like they go somewhere and he had this would be a great for me is like wherever they show up in the future, just a few years, whatever. And they have like he corrals them out of somewhere because he notices himself at a booth doing a book signing, and like has to get them out of there before they see what he what <laughs> what's happening. Oh, that'd be fantastic! It's kind of a scene I've been looking forward to since they mentioned that idea. Oh, that's fantastic! I, I dig that man. Almost as probably more actually than I than I liked Wally just going to grab him. He's just like in his overcoat and like gloves. Oh yeah, and he's like who who dressed me. <laughs> Mick, Mick, Mick sleeps in the nude. By the way, yeah, Mick we sleeps that. in the nude. Oh, yeah. And that was the other part. I was like, yeah, we know. Dude, you could have told me. <laughs> I can run across the room at light speed with my hand but over my eye. My hope, my hope, my sincere hope for this is that we can explore Wally becoming the true fastest man alive within the confines of Legends on a, on a more cosmic time uh, jumping level. Um while also exploring Barry over on the Flash, you know what I mean. Like yeah. this way, if they do it right, we can actually get both of those things. Oh yeah, I mean there will be another crossover. <clears throat> That's a thing that it's a thing that we all know we're demanding, and we all know CW is going to give us. Mm-hmm. And um, I, I would like to see it kind of develop a little bit to the point that mm-hmm. we actually do get to see those two kind of come together, and it's like, damn, you got fast, you too, you know? Yeah. Here, learn some new tricks. Like, I'd like, be okay. I would love to see him swapping tricks in the middle of a fight. Like, oh, have I shown you this? You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I, I would like to see, you know, a fully red cost- costume or like a red and silver costume, you know, like kind of grab some of the rebirth mm-hmm. yeah. costuming for Wally. He doesn't need to be Kid Flash here. He can just be the Flash. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. There's anyway. a lot to look forward to here, man. I, I'm way more excited than I've ever been when we recapped a season of this show. Yeah, it was... It was uh, Dumb, but uh, the, had some I real think the right kind of dumb. Yeah, I laughed way too hard at Constantine trying to fight that or find that chicken. Like when he's running around chasing the chicken, you know. <laughs> I know. <laughs> and I, I like I saw that and thought this is actually a scene I might have seen on NBC. Yeah, like, I'm not super pissed about this. <laughs> this would this yeah I could have seen that because they they would they, I like they how, did a joke every now and then even on his super serious kind of show. I liked how he like he wrapped that that scene up where he's just like we'll have to pick this up tomorrow don't worry we'll get your son married yeah <laughs> what <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah I, i've i've missed john deeply yeah i don't know, I, it, I don't know. it'll be good to have him back i almost hope they bring dark back just because he was hilarious <laughs> he was don't he was call hilarious. me love i'm sorry pet yeah but just this episode alone um He's on the ship. Is that why you're uh, hiding uh, Damien Dark on the ship? Hey, Nate. Don't say... Don't wave. <laughs> I love the bit where he was torturing with the cattle prod. He's like, okay, you're going to kill me anyway. Can we not have the cattle prod? He's like, can we make this a safe space? Yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah, yeah. Safe space. Yeah, and they, like, agree to it. I was like, oh, God, they're going to go hold... That was the moment where I was like, they are really going to go there with Damien, and I love it. And like even even the same scene I'm talking about with with uh, Nate and all them, like he is <laughs> like, "There's a good explanation for this." Nate's like, "Okay, I'm listening." And then Dark leans in, "Me too." Like, <laughs> really, 
liked it, man. Da- like Damien was he was funny on the way out. If that was the way out. Yeah. That that don't wave bit was great. Don't wave. Uh, don't wave. <laughs> I really laughed, man. I left my ass over that. Yep. It is it's nice like you can pull that off too cuz like Damien is such a powerful character that he can afford to just be like goofy and you still uh-huh. you still want to take him very seriously. Yeah, cuz I mean, yeah, he's goofy, but he's also deeply psychotic. Yes. So, yes. Just <laughs> I mean, he almost drains the life out of you one minute, and this next minute, hey, Nate. Yeah. That's just yeah. great. Hey, bud. It's, it's What's up? Fantastic. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. If that's how they kept him, I'd, I mean, I wouldn't mind seeing him back again. I really wouldn't at all. That's fair. All right. I, I think uh, I think we're going to wrap it wrap up it here up. On, it up. on our Legends of Tomorrow review, and uh, we're going to be coming back with some, uh, some current events, a little bit of news, mm-hmm. and uh, whatever passes for if news you this these set- days. Right. If you enjoyed this episode of DC On Screen, or any episode, and you'd like to leave us some fe- uh, positive feedback, iTunes is probably the best place to go for that. Uh, it really does help us get uh, get seen by, uh, well, more people. Mm-hmm. It's iTunes, it's, man. Uh, it's a good thing. Uh, we You can find every episode for free at DCOnScreen.com. Uh, we talk to folks over on uh, Twitter at DC on Screen, Facebook, on the DC on Screen Facebook page or Facebook group. We've got both. Uh, and we're on Instagram for some reason or another. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Thank you guys for listening. And uh, until next time, keep some DC on your screen. Our opening narration was from Dan Jurgens' The History of the DC Universe, Part 3 of 10, as featured in DC 52, Week 4. It was performed by me, David C. Robertson. Intro music by Jason Goss and Michael Shackelford. Michael's band, Future Elevators, can be found on Spotify or future-elevators.com. Our introduction was performed by Effie Ophelders of the fantastic podcast Stealing the Remote, which lives on SoundCloud. It can also be found on iTunes and Stitcher. We are proudly in partnership with TV Time, TV show calendar and social media site that lets you keep track of what you're watching, what your friends are watching, and where you all left off. DC On Screen is a maladjusted production. Visit maladjusted.tv for more from me and Jason, including sketch comedy, an improvised web series, vlogs, parodies, and more. Are you maladjusted? Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin. Look around you. That car you're driving. That house your family lives in. Making your daughter laugh. Inspiring her to dream. You did that. Teaching your son to drive, teaching him he can be anything, all you. And your dreams for tomorrow, you'll do that too. Legacies don't just happen, they are made by you. The important word being you. American Family Insurance, protecting your dreams as you achieve them. Insure carefully, dream fearlessly. Products not available in every state. American Family Mutual Insurance Company, S.I. and its operating companies. American Family Life Insurance Company, 6000 American Parkway, Madison, Wisconsin.